And now, it's time for part four of In the Moment. This is In the Moment's Note of the Week. So whoever needs to hear this? Me. No, stop doing that. <laughs> I know. Because you know I never say nothing good in this segment. <laughs> I know. Why do you ever want me to talk to you? Not me. It's not you. Thank you. <laughs> not me. Everybody else but Katie. And whoever may need to hear this. You. You. <laughs> it's never a flex to tell your significant other in any circumstances what other men and other women would do for them. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? I haven't done that. Okay. That's corny. Yeah. You ever been in that situation? Yo, you know what other women would do for me? Yo, you know what other men would do for me? No one matters. It doesn't matter. No one cares. They would do anything. You know what men would do for some new ass? A lot. They haven't had to put up with your attitude. Mm. They haven't had to see you at your worst. Mm. They haven't had to deal with you at times when they didn't want to. Mm. They haven't had to been told to do a bunch of things they didn't want to do because they have to deal with you anyway. Mm. They ain't met your family. Mm. Your, your mother-in-law is trash. Yep. Your father-in-law is trash. Well. The whole family get on your nerves. Mm. You can't stand their siblings. Mm-hmm. You got to go to Thanksgiving and celebrate them. Yep. You've been with them for eight years and you tired of it and you want something new. Shit. And they go your ass sitting there talking about do you know what someone else would do for me. Yes, for the first three days. I mean... I mean, uh, why do y'all ever think that's a flex? That's not a flex. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Exactly! It's not a flex to say what somebody else would do for you when you're talking to somebody who actually done been to war with you. Mm. It's not a flex. Nope. That's it. Alright, story of the week. Ooh. It's an old story, but I saw it come across my timeline. True story, Katie. You know this man sued another man, his neighbor, years ago? He asked this man to get his wife pregnant for him. Paid him. Okay. Bunch of money. Okay. Yo, I ain't, you know what I mean? Knock her down. Wires ain't working. Mm-hmm. Get my wife pregnant. Right. That boy was giving his wife work for seven years. No kid came out of it. So he sued him. It's a true story. Was this man like sterile? Or he was just knocking down, <laughs> just he, to knock down? I think he knew he couldn't have a kid either. <laughs> <laughs> I think he knew. And he said, so the man went to court. And he said, what's your defense? And he said, I was giving it my best shot. I mean, you can't argue that. He tried. Hit him with your best shot. Fire away. (laughs) (laughs) And he tried. He tried. What do you want him to do? But what if he knew the whole time? Seven years, you let him wait. Seven (laughs) How many? Seven (laughs) whole <laughs> Yo, how many years you gonna let this man give your your wife the Adam Twenty Two treatment, and nobody's having no babies? Don't get me started about that show. How many? Um, she must have been having a time of her life, and she never <laughs> stopped either. Of course not. She knew after the third year, the fourth year, the fifth year, she kept going over. Like, you know, we're gonna go try again, babe. I'll be back by supper. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> are you kidding me? Right? She come back in limping. <laughs> Knocking the boots. What? <laughs> With no kids. With no kids. Damn. That's not crazy. That isn't. That now you want to sue. That's crazy, but at the same time, you can't argue it. You can't be uh, mad. Unless there was like some fine print or in this agreement. No. But if it was cut and dry, yeah, his wife he was tried. Fine. That boy was putting his print away. <laughs> can't imagine. Go ahead. They doing positions that you can't even get pregnant. You can't even impregnate her like that, fam. Yeah. What are you doing? What is this? What? Seven How years? You... Mm. Seven years? What's wrong with people? He's just trying to, you know, every squirrel looking for a nut. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
this. Yo, hey, um, <laughs> how do we end this? Hey, here's, hey, here's a tip. Yo, don't be Adam twenty three. Yo, don't. It's it's nasty out here. <laughs> it's time for Mo and Katie to fight about relationships. Should you ever change who you are for your significant other's nope. family? Oh, I didn't let you get off. See, okay. you doing that shit on Family Feud? Because you ever seen that? Tell me one thing that a man does. Oh, I got it, Steve. Drive. Okay, you gonna let me finish the question? <laughs> that a man does when he's laying at home with his wife. That's <laughs> that's right. you. All right. All right. Now, the situation. I'm gonna make it short. Okay. Let's say you're a weed smoker. Okay. That's what you do. You get busy. You smoke weed. You don't care. It's legal. Okay. Where you uh-huh. live, whatever. That's what you do. Uh-huh. And your girl is like, yo, listen, my family's coming over for Thanksgiving, and they don't really, they, they judge people who smoke, so I'm going to need you to not have weed in here. I don't want you to smell like weed. I don't even want there to be nothing to do with weed. They're going to be here for four days, and we're going to pretend like you don't even smoke. Are you the person that will go, oh, you embarrassing me? You trying to change me? Tell your family to kick rocks then. Or are you the person that will go, okay, I'll pretend like I'm somebody else for four days to appease your family who I don't want to meet anyway? In that situation, I think it's circumstantial, right? Okay, talk to me. Um, Because if it's something like, yo, look, I don't want you to be smoking around my family. All right, cool. I respect that because not everybody respects a smoker. So I'm like, all right, for four days, I'm not cool. They don't even want to smell it. You ain't going to smoke around. You ain't probably going to blow smoke in your girl's daddy's face anyway. Who does that, right? But they don't even want you to smell like it. They don't want to smell in there. They're going to start for breezing it. They're going to start hosing you down like you dirty, all that. All right, fine. Then I won't bring that around for these four days. Like, you cool to me no on on that level, it's not, it's not changing my character. It's just changing a habit I do, and I'm like, I can stop that. You know, it's Is just that- like if someone's like, "Hey, my dad just recovered from AA. Are you cool with not drinking for four days around him?" Y'all are better than me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a bad person, and I'd be like, "All right, cool." I feel like I'm not gonna stop drinking. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to drink in front of you. Yeah. Obviously, if you say, like, yo, my dad, like, if you say, I want, I want you to come visit my family for four days, but my dad is recovering, and that's, that's a different case, too, because that's obviously, like, he's really struggling with something. Okay. That's different. I just mean people are judging. It's not like no one's struggling from anything. They're just judging. It's like, oh, I judge people when I smell marijuana. These are judgy-ass people. This is the way I see it. They're just judgy-ass oh, people. So it's, it's just not- it ain't no condition. It ain't nobody recovering. Some, it's just you judgy, and you want your family to, like, love me because you are asking me to be around your family, but you don't want me to do something that I love. So to me, it's no different than earlier when we had the conversation on the big show when the dude was like, I love you, but I don't love your dog. So I, I, can, accept, I can accept you, but I can't accept that you like dogs because I don't like animals. I think it would be foolish to tell you, the person, okay, well, I won't bring my dog around. I know to some who don't, indulge in certain things they may look at it like it's different and that's fair but everybody got some different shit they love mm-hmm. like some people love dogs some people love weed some people love drinking some people love uh, whatever it is like I, i'm i'm i am shocked by like how many of y'all would actually change what you love in order to appease somebody else in their family see now i'm trying to put myself in these shoes um and something that a situation that would like pertain to me because i know what if it was your clothes there was i don't like the like please don't wear that around my family it could be that like there's is so many different examples right wear, like sometimes men be like yo you're a little too revealing can you dial it back when i bring you around my family can you not drink when you, you come around my family me? 
I mean, how else are you supposed to take yeah. that when someone brings then, it up? And, and no, no. And those, no, no. I remember one time my ex asked me, um, her mom was in town and it was something she wanted me to do. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's something that I would never do. And she's like, can you just do this for my mom? Like, you know, and I'm like, I would never do that in my life. Why well, I'm going to start doing that for your mom because she here. She don't even like the fact that you gay. <laughs> no and i turned back over and went back to sleep <laughs> so yeah. no and i'm not i mean everybody's different right but i'm gonna be honest when i was in this situation one day back in the day this woman asked me to like not do something or because she didn't ask me to not do anything let me be clear she didn't want the place to smell a certain way because of how i was getting down at that time mm-hmm. and i felt like the men that you were with before me, you didn't even bring them around your family. And you were still doing what you was doing with them. Mm-hmm. But now that you're with me and you want to bring me around your family, when if it's up to me, I don't never have to meet your family. I don't care. Now you want me to change? So you was cool with dealing with men before me that you didn't even want to bring around your family. That was cool for you for some reason. But now that you met somebody that you do want to bring around your family, they ain't good enough. Now they got to change something. I didn't argue it in the moment. It was one of those situations in life when I realized I'm going to let this go. Because if I really go where I want to go with this, we might actually break up. Mm. So I let it go. But in reality, to be completely honest with you, I would never ask a woman I'm dating to change anything about meeting my family. Because if I have to, and it could be anything. It could be the way she dress. It could be that she drink. It could be that she smoke. It could be that her, it, whatever it is. If I got to ask you to change anything to meet my family, then I'd rather just not be with you. Because I love you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Regardless, mm-hmm. if my family can't accept that, fuck them. Mm-hmm. It's that simple for me. All right. What about if it comes down to uh, a respect level? And I'm just going to throw this out there because I remember I did ask somebody to do this once. So now I'm I'm, I'm the person mm-hmm. who's asking someone to do something. Let's part. And I was like, hey, I know when it comes to your language, you'd be like really wild and unfiltered. Another good example. But around my mom, can you just tone it down a little bit? That's, Out of respect. That see that that's that's a little different to me. See, I, I, that's a little different to okay. me. Okay, because that that's just a natural form of respect, right? Like yeah. you can control that. Yeah. If you go around somebody's mom talking crazy, you're an idiot. What are you doing? That's mm-hmm. somebody's mom, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't even talk around my mom the way I talk around my friends mm-hmm. to an extent. I'm a little different with my mom to an extent. My mom knows me, but. You're not even asking the person to change something on their person. You're asking the person to change something about their place. Okay, yeah. You understand? Okay. Yeah. It yeah. feels like that's that's a little different. Yeah. Even yeah. the example of asking somebody to dress differently is a little wild. No, that, that part's wild. But even if I would never have to ask you to dress differently, because if I didn't like the way you dressed, then I wouldn't have to address it. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. But I don't understand why something would ever be good enough for you, but it's not good enough for your family, and now I have to change. If unless it's something like that, like I'm, I'm just like a, I don't know how to behave around women or something. But if that's the case, then shouldn't you even not like me? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like maybe, maybe convey it to. Let's say you dating somebody that's not black, mm. so you got a lot of black power shit on your wall. Mm. Um, I don't know about my dad gonna feel about that black power shit. Can we at least tone it down when he comes? No. Because you're asking, 
you're literally asking for something that you represent and love and you is a part of you to change. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would I have to change that? Right. I'm not trying to appease your family. And you obviously don't think it's important to appease your family with the people you talk to because that wasn't even an option before you got to me. But now all of a sudden I got to change some shit about myself. Right. I didn't know how to take that. Do you understand what I'm saying now? Yeah, I do. So ultimately, I'm like, I'm not sure if you should ever have to change anything about you no. to appease somebody else's family. I'm not dating your family. I'm not in bed with your family. I'm not, like, your family, I just don't get that. And I could be wrong here. And I'm willing to hear other people's opinions and perceptions on it. But, like, why do I ever have to change something about me to appease your family when I'm not dating your family? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. That's how I felt. No, you're right. I wouldn't. Today you wouldn't? No. Would you ask someone to change something? No. Not anymore? Nah. Because if you have to, then what are you really doing, right? Yeah. Because it's like you're embarrassed. I feel like you're embarrassed of me now. That's exactly what it is. And now, like, I don't, even if you would have do it with your friends. Oh, you come around my friends, but I don't want you to, like. Don't wear that jacket you like. Don't go too uh Yeah, like, no. Well, fuck your friends then. Are you ashamed of me? There you go. Okay. It's about that time for Stupid Joke of the Week. Katie, I want you to rank the sex. The who? The sex. Are you fully prepared to rank the sex? Yep. All right. I don't know. I don't know. Can you have more confidence than that? Yeah. Your confidence is ass, Katie. Let's, let's, I, I know. That's why I am where I am right now. Okay, never mind. All right. I read this as a joke, and I thought it was funny, and I wanted to see how you felt about it, Katie. Okay, tell me. You have to rank the sex. Oh, okay. Which sex is better? I miss you sex. I'm sorry sex. We not supposed to do this sex. Or drunk sex? Rank them. We not supposed to do this sex, number one. Oh, let's let, wait. Just wait. Uh, I miss you sex, number two. Okay, all right, yep. Uh, What was the third? I'm sorry sex or drunk sex? I'm sorry sex and then drunk sex is... Drunk sex is the worst. Okay, that's easy. We, we definitely... That is the worst. Drunk sex is out of here. Drunk yeah. sex is ass. Yeah. Um, ooh. Wait, you got we not supposed to do this sex over I miss you sex? That's a thrill. Woo! <laughs> Even if you drunk. Wait a minute. All right, said too much. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um. See? See? I don't know. See? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I was kind of caught in between we not supposed to do this sex and I miss you sex. See? I don't know which one to put first. Those are... Two different forms. All right, no, nah, I, I think I got to miss you sex first. You know why? Why? Because typically I miss you sex comes with emotions that are, like, so magnified. Because y'all there with each other. Like, yeah. I really fucking miss you. You playing with me, right? But then that's kind of I'm sorry sex, too. Ain't they kind of the same, for real? Eh, no, I'm, I'm sorry sex is I did something wrong, and now I'm going to I got to make up for it. That's how I perceive that. All right. I'm but, going, I miss you sex first. Nah. nah then we not supposed, because we not supposed to do this sex come with guilt. You still got some guilt in there. You just a nasty person. Ain't no guilt. Look, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you All right. Why. Uh, All right. The I miss you sex is like, oh my gosh, this is great. I miss you. 
but I miss you for a reason, which means I haven't seen you, which means I'm going to bust quicker than I should. Huh? Can you can't say that without a dick. <laughs> Wait, how you know that? Wait, I even Everybody know that. coming fast in this scenario because <laughs> I missed you. All right? I miss you like, like every, every day. day. <laughs> right? Yeah. But the not we not supposed to do this sex. Yeah. It, it, it's it's like a it's like a in my head, right? Right. Uh-huh. From what I I'm not saying I I've done this before. Yeah, but no, no, none of us. No. It, it it's a little rougher. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It's a little. It, it, it lasts a little longer because we're not supposed to do this. I don't know when I'm gonna do this again, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, Why you started stroking? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then it's the thrill because yeah. we're not supposed to do this. So where are we doing this? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Uh, uh-uh. Come on. <laughs> All right. You turn me around. Like after the Will Smith talk, let's relax. <laughs> What I meant was murder. <laughs> kill, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> Boy, all right, nah, um, all right. No, I'm with you. Hold up. No, you're right. Okay, you might be right. I was trying to have morals. No, you're right. We're not supposed to do this. Sex is number one. It has been said here on in a moment. Yep. I miss you. Sex is number two. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sex is three. Mm-hmm. And drunk sex is ass. Yep. It's out of here. Say less. All right, song of the week, Mario. Let me love you. You said let me love you. Let me be the one. Don't do that, guys. <laughs> that's a, I hate that song. You hate that. Okay, that's one of my favorite songs of all time. I do not like that song. That is one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and... The only Mario song I like is Loving You, Loving You, Loving You, Win Up, Win Up with, with Sean Garrett. That's hard, too. That's hard, too. But it was breakup. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes. Neo wrote it. Of course he did. Exactly. And that shit is fire. That's not here where we're here to debate. At some point in that song, Mario said, "You're a dime plus ninety nine. Right. That's ten. How much is that, Katie? Plus ninety nine. Yeah, you're a dime plus ninety nine. Ten plus ninety nine, one oh nine. She's a she's a dollar and nine cent. Or she one oh nine. One on a dollar and nine cent. Ten. Think about it. A dime plus ninety nine is one dollar and nine cent. That's when you're equating it to money. Well, what the fuck was he talking about? Ninety nine on a scale to a hundred, and then just ten. So she's a hundred and nine. Katie, the the moment that man said dime, he's talking about money. He's talking. We talking about money. He said dime. He said dime. Don't do that. He talking about money. Okay. He's a a dime plus ninety nine. That's a dollar and nine cent. In what world is that a compliment? And I love that song. It's, and I love Neo as a writer. What the fuck is that line? It just hit me the other day when I saw it on Twitter. He said she a hot fry. <laughs> you can't get you can't get a sandwich at McDonald's for a dollar or nine no more. No. I don't even think a McChicken, <laughs> no. a McDouble. Nope. Ain't none of that 109. What's 109 anymore? It's two for three, so yeah, it's way over. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So he thought that was fly to tell her you a dime plus 90. You know how much ass Mario probably got off of you a dime plus 99? Oh. <laughs> right? He got a whole bunch of twos. There ain't no money. Now, that and I watched the Millie Vanilli doc. Oh. Very good. How was it? Okay. You know Millie Vanilli? Yeah. For those of y'all who may not be familiar, Millie Vanilli is a group from back in the day, 80s. And they were on fire. 
them boys took off. And if you watch the documentary, it'll give you a more of an insight to what exactly happened. But I'm just telling you this to let you know it was a great documentary. But obviously, in the end, Millie Vanilli was uh, exposed to being frauds. They weren't actually singing their songs. They never sung their own songs. But they, they were just pioneers. <laughs> but there's a, you know, there's a guy behind all of this. What? There's a guy behind Millie Vanilli. Um, and they claim, well, one of them has unfortunately passed away. The other one is still alive and is telling the story. Mm-hmm. And they was out. Rocking with that sink, girl, you know it's true. And there was a guy named Fred, I believe was his name, who was behind all of this. Who That was his thing. He would go get black artists to sing and rap, mm-hmm. and then he would go get artists who had the look of what he was looking for. He would put it together, and then yeah. they didn't realize that that record was going to take off. And it got so crazy that Millie Vanilli eventually went to the Grammys. And they were telling him, y'all, I don't think you should do that. And they was like, nah, we lit like that. But they became arrogant. And then before you know it, people obviously realized that they were frauds, and then they went down in history as the biggest frauds in the music industry. But the documentary itself, so that you can see... How it happened. ...was a great documentary. Okay. You should watch it. I'll, I'll check when it out. And when you do, we'll come back and talk about it. Okay. It won't be me, though. Huh? I'm going to have a representative. Somebody going to lip... You going to lip sync? <laughs> you Katie even 80? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Say less. <laughs> It's time for Katie Ain't Shit. Um, Katie, why have you been walking around with Romeo's? <laughs> what? No, no, no. Huh? No, what? no. no uh, what happened? What? No, nah, nah, Romeo <laughs> ran up on us a few minutes ago, actually. <laughs> Literally. A few minutes ago, he was out eating, drinking, having a good time. Romeo came in with his chest hair out. And <laughs> <we> st- <laughs> some Ray-Bans. <laughs> yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> And we started talking. And shout out to Romeo. Uh, he's doing well in life. We just spoke to him. But one of the things that threw me off was Katie has been walking around with this green and black, what would you call this? Like an old navy pullover. Pullover, yeah. Looks good on her. Looks great on her. Hey. And she's been out here killing it. She's on some Millie Vanilli shit. In the cut with my twin, we be vibing. You heard? And hey. she's walking the halls. Strutting her stuff. Uh-huh. Confident. Smells mm. good. Looks good. Mm. Hair done. Nails mm. did. Everything. everything. You heard? And then next thing I know, I see Katie taking her shit off. <laughs> in a bar. So I start naturally taking my shit off because I think we about to scrap. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, she, I don't know what they beef is, but whoever Katie got beef with getting jumped. Mm-hmm. That's just how we give it up. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, Katie go, yo, if you want this back, my bad. <laughs> y'all, <laughs> y'all been meaning to send this to Yo, why you be... Hey. hey. Why you be... Why you be running around with Romeo's shit acting like it's yours? All right, don't act like... I didn't go on a big show and talk about how I keep souvenirs no, from don't. everybody I know. <laughs> yo, right. you, Katie got your shit, yo. Yo, go buy another one. Okay. It's a wrap. Look, I still got your Nike shorts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> still got some leggings from my best friend. I got some sweats from Vanilla Katie because I'm Caramel Katie. And because she's white, there's Vanilla Katie. Shout out to Vanilla Katie. I have clothing items from everybody I know. Nothing is real. And so I uh, confiscated this Yep. a long time ago. Uh-huh. It was actually last winter. So, and, I don't know what. And I was a little cold. And Romeo was like, girl, here, you can put this on. 
And I was like, cool. He ain't know. And Paul then I Romeo. went home with it. And the next day, he's like, oh, I mean, I guess you could kind of keep it. Now like, you Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, all of that grass that y'all keep talking about that be on the walls in Atlanta, that shit on Katie back. That's exactly how it looked. Right. It's cozy. Yeah, it looks good on you, though. Thank you. Yeah, Romeo don't need it. <laughs> Fuck it. All right, it's time for Bag of Moments. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks. Let's dig into these bags of moments and let's be uh, let's be quick as we possibly can about it. If you are not familiar, you're a new listener to the podcast. We have a bag of moments of where we put things in there while we're drunk and we're out. And when we come on the pod, we have no idea which moment we're going to pull out the bag. But here we go. We're going to do two for you right here and right now. All right. Pick a number one through 19. 14. Ooh. Let's talk about it. And I'm picking number Oh, well, I guess we get to it. Well, I'm picking up now. Nine. Nine. All right, 14 and nine. 14. British is watered down New York accent. That's one of your moments. I don't know what that is. That is? Yes. I didn't write that. What is it? What is it? What does it say? British is a watered down New York accent. Is it? Bruv. Like, I don't even, I don't honestly. I can't do the accent. I was very drunk. Apparently, because I don't even remember that's, typing this, that's, but that's what bag of moments is. If a British accent accent is a watered down version of a New York accent, that makes sense. Like, yo, what you talking about? Yo, what you talking about? Oh, oh, like it's shit. a watered down, yo, version. Yo, stop biting us. <laughs> yo, they keep biting our style. Say, y'all wear watered down Tims too. What, what else y'all do? Huh? What down Tims? Who knew? So if it, oh, oh, say, oh, we're going to do it right here. Happen. Say something. All right, you ready? What up, son? What up, son? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, that works. Yeah, like Damson. Damson. Damson be like, what up, son? Um, Ayo, why you scuff my Tims, fam? Ayo, bro, why you scuff my Tims? Nah, you facts. Nah, hold up. <laughs> now we on to something. See? See? Now we on to something. Y'all keep stealing from New York. I'm telling you right here, right now, stop. Why you always stealing from us? Oh shit, yo, y'all, The what? accent is it's both one and the same. A little sprinkle, sprinkle, a little water. It's watered down. Mm. Damn. You never realized that. I no, I didn't realize they were stealing from me, man. Mm. Alright. I like that. Yep. What else we got? Damn. They stealing. Now I wanna know how we started talking about that conversation, but I wanna know later. Okay. All right. What'd I say? Nine? Yep. Work is no longer prison, for better or worse. I definitely didn't type that. Okay. They got, work is no longer prison, for better or worse? That that sounds like a marriage commitment. Oh, wasn't me. I can tell by how, how worse is spelled. That definitely wasn't me. I don't know why I would ever type that. Damn, Katie. All right, we're going we gonna to just leave that there. Pick another number. We got to come back to that. Uh, Four. All right. Now I want to know what that was. Okay, good. Katie trusts Lindsay and not me. I wrote that? Yep. Uh, yeah. Katie trusts Lindsay and not me. <laughs> Who is me? It's not Katie. Katie trusts Lindsay and not me. See, we need to put more context. What the fuck? What did you do? I don't know what no, I did. No, you did something. I ain't just write that for nothing, damn it. Why did I trust Lindsay? I don't know, but oh, you must have. Let me look at you. Because you did something. I don't know what you did. You? Katie trust Lindsay must have told us something that you told her and didn't tell me. That must be what happened. But what would it have been? I don't know. We got to go ask Lindsay because Lindsay the only person you trust. Okay, we're going to do some recon on that one. Yes, we are. We're going to go straight to Lindsay. I'm going to go as soon as we get off, too. I ain't playing with <laughs> yeah. you. We're going to find out. Okay. All right. Katie, no, because I've not. See, this is, we be drunk. 
We have, you know, we have I've to do, started to add context though in the to. later numbers. No, we have to. We have to go like like scroll down in parentheses. I mean, like we have to add yeah. more because yep. we'd be drunk. Yep. All right, we tried, y'all. Don't worry yep. about it. Next week, <laughs> rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the sicko award. Let's see who was nasty this week. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. Uh, I got two sickos this week. I want to get to them as quick as we possibly can because we are running out of time. Number one, Benzino. <laughs> Benzino's no-neck ass is running around Atlanta. I just ran into him. If you are not familiar with the history between Benzino and I, he promised me a whole lot of things back in the day when he was still top of the Source magazine and I was still out here on the streets Battle rapping, mm. crushing people. Mm. He lied to me, mm. shaggy style. I never got anything that they promised me, and I'm never mad at that. But I just want y'all to know, my grandmother prays for people who come against me. She puts her finger in the air, and she says, anything that you do will not go right until you do right by my grandson. And I promise you, I saw a tweet the other day that somebody said, I have never heard a good thing about Benzino. He's nope. out here trying to get money from his daughter. He's mad at Buster Rhymes for doing videos while his daughter is half naked. Meanwhile, anybody who Buster Rhyme has done a video <laughs> with her half naked because she just be half naked. Nothing good has been said about Benzino since that day that he crossed me. Katie, is that facts? That is facts. Hey, don't cross me, but cross me at your own like discretion because my grandmother will really get in that ass and nothing good will be said about you from here on now, okay? Mm. For y'all on Reddit talking shit, how's it feel? Don't worry about it with your D'Angelo asses. Now, Tristan Thompson, other sicko of the week. I'm going crazy. You I don't saw care. how he was walking? Yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, Hey, you been cheating on people. You done had a whole baby. You wailing. You done did all this. Now you want to hear going on an apology talk? Mm. Tristan Thompson want going on an apology talk? What is going on? He's a sick individual. Yep. Those are my two sicko awards, but even better than that, Katie, I got one, two, three, four, or five. I got five of the most hated celebrities that I can think of off the top of my head, and I want you to tell me which one is number one. Kanye. You ready for this? Oh, that settles that. <laughs> are you serious? I'm dead ass. <laughs> How'd you, how'd you do that? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You going? Are you sure? You want me to give you the five? Yeah, I want to hear the five. Though. All right, Tristan Thompson. Uh huh. Morgan Wallen. Oh yeah. Kanye West. Uh huh. Jada Pinkett. Uh huh. Tory Lanez. Oh yeah. That's not a bad five, right? Nah, that's, I did that by myself. That, that's Look a good at me. ass list. Look at me. You still going Kanye? It's number one. Yeah. Uh yeah. For real? Only I'm going off of what. People think is the worst thing that. No, I'm talking ever. about you. I'm oh, never me? talking about people. I'm talking about you. Um, mmm, mmm, Jada. Jada? No, Tori. Tori? Tori. Hold on, give me your list real quick. It's only five of them, Katie. You can't pick everybody. Morgan Wallen, Tristan Thompson, Kanye West, Jada Pinkett, Tori Lane. Tori. You sure? Yeah, because he actually physically, like, Hurts I knew you were going to say that. I know you so well that I put Tory last and literally said in parentheses, if Katie chooses him, we're going down to four. That's literally what I wrote. <laughs> so now it's Tristan Thompson, Morgan Wallen, Kanye West, Jada Pinkett. Jada. For real? Yeah. Over Morgan? That boy racist. Think about it. See? At least Jada Black. That thought came across my head. I not bet. It did. It, it came across my head, but... I know. There's a lot of people racist. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Wellen. All right. Don't worry about it. Sickos of the week, Benzino, Tristan Thompson, and Katie. Don't worry about it.
Because, yo, she got Jada out of here before Morgan Wild. I didn't think he was going to do that. You really don't like Jada? No. I don't either. Don't worry about it. All right, I hate to get serious on the pod before we close out, but I do want to get this off my mind while it's on my chest. Um, I had a conversation in the hallway, and I wasn't mad about it. I wasn't. But I guess it uh, it disturbed me just a little bit. And I really wonder why this is a thing. I, I'm not saying any of this to be funny. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm genuinely trying to understand people's perspective, which mm-hmm. I do every week. Mm-hmm. A comment was made to me in the hallway, and this is the maybe third or fourth time that I heard this specific comment from this specific person. Okay. And the comment was basically saying that the person was proud of me. Oh. And the person that I have been mm-hmm. for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. And they just wanted me to know that I have been on top of my game, crushing it, doing amazing things in life, and I'm really going places, and I can really take this somewhere if I want to. Mm-hmm. All that was cool. I guess a part of humility is understanding that you will know that you're great long before other people recognize it, and they may be Johnny come lately. Mm-hmm. And you have to accept that in that that's not their fault. Right. The little small piece of it that made me feel away was when the person threw in, you're not angry anymore. I didn't necessarily like that. And the reason I didn't like that is because I've never changed. I'm the same person. And what I think some people seem to really struggle to understand or see is a system is just as important as a player. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is, let's use Russell Wilson, for example. When he was on the Seahawks, Super Bowl winning quarterback, now he's on the Broncos. Everybody says he's ass. Paid him all this money, he can't do anything. Maybe he's gotten older, maybe the talent is different. But in reality, we ain't talking about sports, right? Because if you got it, you got it. Mm -hmm. Everybody isn't Tom Brady. Everybody can't just be put into any situation, any system, any teammates, any anything, and then still find a way to get a Super Bowl. That is super rare. Sometime, most of the time, the system matters. LeBron was asked the other day, Would you still have been as dominant in the LeBron James that you are today if you never went to the Heat? And, of course, LeBron said what you expect him to say. I'm the chosen one. I'm LeBron James. I would have been great no matter what. Fuck y'all. Part of me feels like that's true. He is LeBron James. He is the chosen one. He is great. Mm -hmm. You mean to tell me you think that him going to the Heat wasn't a better situation for him and he didn't end up being a better LeBron as opposed to if he would have went somewhere where there was no Dwayne Wade, there was no Chris Bosh? Yeah. And he had to truly be on his own? Or, even worse... He had to play with people who didn't believe in him or who didn't want him to succeed or who was trying to get him out of there every second they could. You mean to tell me that there would be no change in the performance or behavior or personality of LeBron James? That makes zero sense to me. Yep. If somebody is on the team and they don't want to pass LeBron the ball, they don't want to help LeBron out, 
they forced LeBron to get every bucket off of I'm playing by myself. If you watch basketball, when a team performs as a team, they are obviously a better team. Yep. Regardless of how good any one individual is. Mm-hmm. If you watch basketball, you saw that in the Spurs for years. If you watch football, you saw that in the Patriots for years. When there's a system that is in play to actually help whether the person is a star or not a star, doesn't even matter. But to help them, aren't they a different player? Yep. Don't they don't doesn't their abilities kind of come out a bit more? So let's say you make some changes on the team. And now, instead of this person having to get buckets by being one-on-three, by not getting the ball when they're comfortable, by not constantly having to break down the defense in a way where you're, even your own teammates are the defense, you don't think that's going to cause for a difficult environment for this person? Mm-hmm. So now you put them in a better environment to where no one on the team is hating. Nobody on the team doesn't want to pass the ball. Nobody on the team is making it about them. Nobody on the team is upset that maybe this player got more shots this night. We've seen this how many times, right? right. When that player is asked to leave and now this player is easily getting 40. Their mood changes, they're happier, they're all of these things. Why does no one seem to go, maybe it's a better system? And I wonder, I do wonder this. I can't help but wonder this. With that angry comment, would me being, quote-unquote, angry still have been a thing if I wasn't black? No. That I upsets don't believe me. so. That upsets me. Why do you think it is? And I'll stay with sports. When Tom Brady would get upset. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he's saying. You have no idea. You just saw it. They say he's hyping the team up. He's passionate. He's passionate about the game. Look at him go. <laughs> get him, Tom. Ah. I remember Des Bryant would do the same thing. You, you, you can insert any black player. Doesn't matter. Doing the same exact thing. He's a nuisance. Odell Beckham. Oh, look at him. He's a distraction. Oh, he's not a team player. He's angry. Get him out of there. But if, even if you put that same player that was the distraction, that was angry, that was all of these things, you put him in a position where he doesn't have to deal with the hater on the same team. Now he's thriving. Now he's showing everybody this is who I always was. And I've been telling y'all this. Mm -hmm. But y'all put me in a position where I ain't got to fight against not only the opponents, I ain't got to fight against my own team. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't it become obvious to some that, oh, shit, they got rid of the toxicity. No, it goes, well, look at him finally becoming a happy person. Mm. Look at him go. Right? And I just don't like the fact that I feel like that analogy Plays the same in life. Yeah. We can't ever be angry. We can't ever defend ourselves. We can't ever speak up when something is wrong. This is wrong. What y'all doing right here is wrong. I'm going to tell you why. Bung. That right there is wrong. I don't like that. I'm going to tell you why. We speak up. We normally don't because we know we can. As black people, we cannot do that. We know that. We don't have that privilege. We can't do it. We all know it. We can't say it, but we all know it. And we got to sit back and watch people who are not black and they could speak on the smallest of things, things that are so irrelevant that they would never even have been a part of your issue list. They'll speak on that to the cows come home. But the moment we say something, we're angry. We're angry. 
I don't like that. Nope. And it, and and sometimes it's even our own people yep. who hold us to that same bullshit. Mm-hmm. Angry? Is that what you think was going on here? Yeah. I was angry. Bars. Right? Why do you think that is, Katie? Why can't a black person ever have a concern, an opinion, or even defend yourself passionately without it being looked at as you're the loud, angry black person? Because the stereotype from the majority that has been pushed upon us is that we're always angry. Mm. This is a stereotype that people will believe is true. I can't speak in a certain tone because if I'm speaking in a certain tone, it's not oh, I'm being serious. It's not a, oh, it's a serious tone. It's like, oh, angry, angry black woman alert. She's serious, but how I translate her serious is like, oh, she's angry. And they run with that. Mm-hmm. Same with a black male just expressing how he feels about whatever the scenario is. I see it all the time, especially in like some of the comments or reviews. They talk about your tone. Mm-hmm. They immediately be like, oh, he's angry, he's yelling, he's da-da-da-da-da. And it's not that. It's like, no, can't you just see a, a passion behind something? It, why does it have to be angry because the tone in our voice changes? Mm-hmm. What, why does it have to be that? And it's because of the stereotype that the country has put upon black people that when we, we mean business, if we're not ha-ha-ha funny, if we're not fucking code switching, mm. we're angry. Mm-hmm. And we won't let shit go. Mm-hmm. Stupid-ass stereotype. We have to go along to get along. Yep. And the moment that we decide that we don't Not like to. something, right, or we're <gasps> uncomfortable, how dare you? Oh, he's so angry. But yet you tune in every week to get a part of that anger. You're not playing our game. So we like it, but we want you to, like, doubt. It's like you're being on a leash. Oh, no, absolutely. And go, hey, hey, oh, 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 too far. Mm. Oh, 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 there now. Mm. You think we don't feel that? Mm-hmm. You think we don't see that? I, I I so don't like that shit, Katie. I don't either. Like today, there was something that pissed me off. Uh oh, I can't say pissed me off. I'm an angry black woman. Yo, oh, take it there, easy. There's, there's whoa, something- whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Watch your tone. Oh, oh. You take it down. There's something you that think you are Joe of- Rogan? <laughs> you take it the fuck down. I'm sorry. Didn't piss me off. It just kind of disturbed my spirit mm-hmm. for a second. Yes. That's okay. It was unsettling. Speak, speak about it. There we go. That's that's the term we have to unsettled. use. Unsettled. Unsettled. Yes. And it's because I was focused on getting work done. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So I was just calm, cool, and just in my own zone. And someone asked me, hey, are you cranky today? You're not singing along. Well, what were done? Oh, how dare you? We're singing along over here. Why aren't you singing along? Oh, how dare you not be a part of the sing-along? Are you cranky? It wasn't, hey, are you okay? Is, is everything cool? Can I help like, anything? You, know, you need anything? You straight? Uh, you're not feeling well? What are your panties in a bunch? Are you cranky? Not, not you're not feeling well. You, you know, mm-hmm. just a general, are you okay? That simple. It went straight to, are you cranky today? Because um, yep. I'm quiet and working? Bro, I'm, uh, sorry. And I'm, <laughs> I didn't mean to offend you by working. So then it was like, uh, who wants to be a millionaire, right? Four right. options came up on my screen. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. What do I say? No, I'm fine. (laughs) The caffeine hasn't kicked in yet. (laughs) Bitch, leave me alone. (laughs) Mind your fucking business. (laughs) Or ignore. (laughs) I chose option B. Yeah. The caffeine just hasn't kicked in yet. You ain't phone a friend? 
No. <laughs> it would have been you. I know. I it been, been you know what I would have said? Mind your fucking business. So honestly, I think that's just what it is. We just got to play the game. And uh, we will continue to because unfortunately we have to, but we will also continue to speak out against all of these stereotypes that are always placed upon us and we always have to play this game. A game that a lot, to be honest with y'all, if you are a listener of the podcast and a supporter of us, we love you. We want you to know that. But sometimes we speak on topics as black people because you would not know this. You would just never have had to deal with this or you would never have had to go through this. And I mean, from a child, and I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm really not. Me and Bert joked about this on a big show this week. From a child, y'all get to go, fuck you, mom. Shut your mouth. And it's acceptable. <laughs> Billy's just going through something. He'll be fine. It's okay. He's expressing himself. Let's get him some water. He'll be fine. That's what y'all get to do. We never get to do that. No. Even when we do it for entertainment purposes on a podcast where this is not real life, this is for entertainment. If I came on here for two hours every day and said, hey, Katie, how are you doing today? Pretty well. Is everything well, okay? Uh-huh. Well, okay, uh, Doja Cat out here is wilding again, and she's out here shaving her head and doing a whole bunch of wild things. How do you think about it? Um, I think that I, that is actually absurd and that, you know, some some way she's just taking away from the actual music. See that? And you know what? I think she should do something better as, like, focus on her music and then we'll all be good. Yeah, but she doesn't like fans, and I think that's absurd. How can you not like the people that are paying your bills? Oh, all right. Well, we'll figure it out next on next week on In The Moment. Huh. Now, how did that feel to y'all? Was that shit entertaining? <laughs> no! Would you tune in every fucking week if that's what we came in here and did? Huh? No, you wouldn't. Let us part. Let us be black. Let us be proud. And let us have moments of passion where we actually feel some way about something and actually think. Just take a second and fucking think before you make an opinion upon a black person and think that they just angry every time they have something to say Whoa. that doesn't appease your tone. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. I know. You got a little... You know, let me, let too me, mighty um, for your britches. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me, let me slow it down. Okay. Let me try this again. That was angry. Let me try this again. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Gobble, gobble. I hope you enjoy mm-hmm. your meal, your turkey, and everything else. Mm. And we will see you folks, you fine folks, after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Fuck all that! Next <laughs> week, bitches! Hey! Check. Uh. Do it myself. <laughs> oh. Busting out the bando. Back then they couldn't stand mo. When shit got rocky and I was Rambo, I had dreams of sitting inside a Lambo. Bang, where a plan go? Shit change as a man grow. Get shot at and almost watch your man go. Praying to God, asking that he let your man go. Uh, thank you, Lord. It's back then, we were living by the swall. We were playing spades, let's just say we wasn't bored. If I tell you what I lost to up what I could afford, couldn't relate. Some are hate. Some say that it's fake. I just say I didn't whenever others would break. Either way, I know I'm different. I know it's not a mistake. I'm a bulletproof, but I can see my flaws do everything. Can't breathe, help me respirate I've been knocking on heaven's gates I've been medicated extra lately I didn't think no shots could face me Maybe my mindset just crazy Do it for my squad who didn't make it Bulletproof, but I can see my flaws do everything I can't
can't breathe, help me respirate I've been knocking on heaven's gates I've been medicated extra lately I didn't think no shots could face me Maybe my mindset just crazy Do it for my squad who didn't make it Wish that I could go back Wish it was more simple on Flatbush Ave All I really needed was a dollar and a van Shit get complicated but look at how far we came Remember being faded off a Cardi on a train Remember them nights I second guessed everything Now I'm looking back and we already with some kings Establishing the county that took up after the name Brooke Nam, baby you could never do me wrong Between all of the sirens and gunshots Tell me what good boy what one You could catch a fate if you don't stay calm Long walls down through the jungle Through all the fucking danger wouldn't trade this shit for nothing Cause how you supposed to ever see the sun but never suffer These section 8 cribs made a nigga go and hustle like that Bulletproof, but I can see my flaws do everything. I can't breathe, help me respirate. I've been knocking on heaven's gates. I've been medicated extra lately. I didn't think no shots could face me. Maybe my mindset just crazy. Do it for my squad who didn't make it. Bulletproof, but I can see my flaws do everything. I can't breathe, help me respirate. I've been knocking on heaven's gates. I've been medicated extra lately. I didn't think no shots could face me. Maybe my mindset just crazy. Do it for my squad. Look, didn't make it. But God, goddamn. Guess everybody don't wanna see me make it. Nah. When they don't know where you headed, ain't nobody got the credit you get on, they wanna take it. Fuck. We don't mix. But still, I gotta shake it. Looking up the guard like a must do, I gotta take it. I get real when it's real. I hate that I gotta fake it. I. I lost friends, and we running out of years. What hurts more is I'm running out of fears. Miss them, but I'm running out of cares. I'm out of tears. Tell Satan I'ma do it right in front of whoever the hell hating. They up at seven trying to take away my heaven. Like they know how long I've been in hell waiting. Nah. Bulletproof, but I can see my flaws do everything. I can't breathe, help me respirate. I've been knocking on heaven's gates. I've been medicated extra lately. I didn't think no shots could face me. Maybe my mindset just crazy. Do it for my squad who didn't make it. Bulletproof, but I can see my flaws do everything. I can't breathe, help me respirate. I've been knocking on heaven's gates. I've been medicated extra lately. I didn't think no shots could face me. Maybe my mindset just crazy. Do it for my squad who didn't make it. What's up, y'all? It's Key Will Voice, the official voice of In The Moment Podcast. And we want to thank you for tuning in each and every week. See you next week.